Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. When I was, I guess about three, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, I was praying. I said, God, what do you want me to teach when I come back? And, and um, you know, the, the thing was that, that it was is he wants me to be like him. So the, so the message today is to the body of Christ. Whoever the body of Christ is here uh, in the viewing audience, he wants us to be like him. And the thing that... I was impressed upon me is that we were speaking on evangelism and evangelism uh, of course we started off with the whole series that uh, God wants us to not be conformed to the world, be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Okay, so in order to be transformed, it has to be by the renewing our mind so if it's going to be about renewing our mind, then our mind has to be renewed in every area that uh, God has shared with us in the Word. And so if we want to be more like Jesus, it has to be in every area, every area. And I said, well, you know, God, uh, evangelism, then how does that work? Because I want us to evangelize, and of course we had evangelists come in and speak and things. We, we want to evangelize, uh, but we most of the time think of, well, let's get together and go out and put some tracks, you know, on the windows of people at Kroger down there. You know, or let's go out and do this right here. Let's go out and do that. And all those things are, are fine, uh, but that's not the, the way that he's impressed upon me is the main way because the main way is every single individual needs to uh, be a vessel that's meet for the master use in that area because we have people all around us every day at work or wherever we go that are not saved. And if we're not going to, if we're not going to, reach out to them except when the church does an activity, that is not evangelism uh, the way God wants us to be. So he wants us to be able to share him wherever uh, we are. And so the title of the message today is I want to be like Jesus. That's what I want. I want to be like Jesus. And I said, well, God, that's too tall of an order, you know, <laughs> for me to be like you. But yet and still, I know that that's what I'm supposed to be, like you. So um, I was in these scriptures reading on the Beatitudes in Matthew that uh, Virgil was going over uh, for a while. 
and we haven't finished yet, but I want to start in verse 13. Let's go to Matthew 5. Let's go there. Matthew 5. And it says that you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is not no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled on the foot by men. And of course, back in those days, uh, like the the salt from the uh, DSC, uh, it doesn't have any any saltiness or you know, things to it. And so, but in our day, I said I can't pitch a salt. I can't even pitch it, not being salty. Yeah, I never never heard of such thing. How have y'all ever had salt that's not salty? You know, me either. And and and. So, so I said, well, that, that doesn't apply to us because, because really, uh, our salt is not going to lose its saltiness. Uh, so we're going to always, it's going to always be salty. You know, we can always be, uh, we can always use it to, to do the things that that salt does, preserves, and and all those type of things. Um, so I said, well, okay, God, how can how can I look at this to be more like you? And I want to really impress upon us the idea is that that we need to be that which thinks of, think of what salt is to us today. I, I want to. I, I want to make sure that What God does through me preserves, you know, preserves, because that's what that's what happens. It does preserve, and and we know that Jesus Christ, wherever He is, He's going to be a preservative. That's as you, you know, He's going to be a preservative, and He also. Is going to add taste to things, you know. And salt is tasty. You know? Without salt, there's no, you know, you don't have a taste to the thing. So, uh, I said, God, that's what I want to be to those who are around me. You know, I want to be. I, I really want to be a preservative. You know, uh, I used to tell people. At work, that, that Christians, the, the workplace is better off because of Christians. It really is, because because we are preservative. We 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 uh, cause things to uh, last and things to happen, the workplace to make it because of us. Now, of course, the world system, they don't believe that. You know? 
uh, but it doesn't matter what they believe. Uh, um, but I know that I know that with, if, if you take every Christian out of this world system, you know, then you can forget the world. You can forget it. You know, you know, it's not going. It's not going. And, and we'll we read about that in Revelation. You say it, it's not going. It's not going to last. You see, uh, and we, you know, we look forward to that day when we all will be, uh, you know, caught up in the air. Uh, but see, the the thing is that uh, that what's going to happen until that time? I want to be God. I said I want to be a preservative at my job. I want to be a preservative at the places that I frequent all the time. And since I'm talking about Christians today, I want to be also a preservative in the church. You see, because uh, because see, if the statistics, if they were true, that Virgil gave or I gave messages before, uh, how people don't share their faith and things like that. Um, I know that that people tend to be like I used to be and like a lot of people are now. They look to Christians and and they judge God based on us. And so if if they if we're supposed to represent Jesus Christ and there is no change in us, there is no saltiness, there is no, there is no taste, there is no nothing in us, then what do they want God for? Because after all, um, we say that you need Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is the way, he's the truth, he's the life, and all those things, which he is. Uh, but we have to realize that we have to be that which God says in his word so that people will see our good deeds and glorify him. See, it's all about him. It's nothing about us. And so in church, I was thinking, I said, well, uh, there's no comparison uh, or comparing ourselves with ourselves because that's not wise. I said, but God, well, what, what I want to do, uh, I want to be like you because the Apostle Paul, before he was Apostle Paul, before all things we read in the scripture about uh, him having an encounter with Jesus and all that, before all that, uh, he was doing regular stuff, you know. And I said, well, how in the world did he get to be how he was? And we know it's the grace of God. We, we know it's the mercy of God. We know that God's call on, on our lives, we have different callings. And we know that. Uh, but, they'll, but they'll, I know that, I said, God, what I want to do is... I want to be more like you because, see, Paul, he 
anybody who was with him on the apostolic team, like Timothy, or Titus, or, or they, they were, they were changed men. You know, they weren't. You know, they, they weren't just following around Paul and not learning anything. He could lead them somewhere and say, "I want you to set in order those things that's, that that was lacking." So, uh, I want him to be able to say to me that I want you to treat people in the church, other Christians, that's outside this particular body, but in other bodies and all that, I want, I want you to treat them, and I want you all to be the salt of the earth. I, I, I want you all to be just like me. And I said, well, God, that's, that's good, but how do I do that when all of us, we believe that we are all that? You know? And I said, God, I, I know I'm not all that. I know I'm not all that. You know? And I, I said, well, I, I said, well, you know, um, and I was, I was thinking that, that in order for me to fulfill this scripture to be like Jesus, then I'm going to have to be compassionate. I'm going to have to be long-suffering. You know, I'm going to have to be uh, where he says, love those who despitefully use you. I'm going to have to be more like him. And that's what I want to be in the church. I want you to uh, see things that I may go through, how I go through it, because people watch you. And how you go through things tells a lot about what you really believe. We all know what we say. We all know that. But what do you really believe? What you really believe is what you really do. Yeah? Whatever that is. And I said, well, God, my, my belief has to change because my doing needs to change. And I, I need to, everybody needs to see in the church exactly who I am outside the church. And see, you, you can't see it because you don't see me outside the church. Uh, but my family does. And so I said, well, okay. Um, I have to be just like I am with my family. I have to be with the church. I, I don't know whether, uh, I, know, I know some of you do, but you have, you have uh, children and and children, they get irritated with each other. You know, sometimes, sometimes they they get irritated with each other, and they can be they can be disagreeing with each other. You know, uh, and and 
and then somebody called on the telephone, hello. You said, well, that changed. Yeah. That changed. <laughs> yeah. Why in the world would you change your demeanor and everything because you're talking to somebody on the phone when you, uh, you can't even get along with your sister? You know? Uh, and so that's what God wants for me is to be real. Be real. Yeah. Be how he is. That's what he wants. And if you see that, then it, it is rare. But I know that we are all a work in progress. I know that. We are all a work in progress. And I know that I know that um, that we have been through so much that people don't know about. Really. Don't know about. If you got to know our people personally, you'll say, Wow, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that about her. Um, well see, we've been through a lot of things. You don't know how I grew up unless I tell you. You don't know how my wife grew up in her home. She can tell you about her father and, and the situation, uh, but you don't know how she grew up. You see? And uh, when we first got married, I used to wonder, why does she do the things she does? Why does she believe like she believes? Uh, why does she act the way she acts? Uh, and, it's, and she would want the same thing about me. Uh, and it's, but it's, it's because of the way we grew up a lot of times. Yeah? And, and see, uh, it's just one of those things that I didn't know how much influence your environment of growing up had on the way you responded in, 50, you know, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road. Some of those same things that affected you, they could be affecting you now. Because yeah. some, some of us grew up where we were mistreated. Some of us grew up where we were uh, not just mistreated, but we were uh, felt to be less than what God made us to be. You know, we didn't know that at the time, but all we knew is what they told us. You know? And and so I can't imagine having growing up in a household where there was fussing and fighting every single weekend of their growing up life. See? See, I can't picture that. Yeah. Uh, and other people can't picture, like in, in my situation, where I was one weekend I'd be with my mother, one weekend I'd be with my father, and uh, they, they go back and forth. Um, and I used to run and hide the, the weekend I'm supposed to go with my dad. Uh, 
And um, and people don't realize, uh, matter of fact, uh, my sister, she asked me, said, why, why uh, did you, why didn't you have a relationship with dad? Yeah. And, you know, but she doesn't know how I grew up. See, because she's younger than me. I was in college when, when she was born. So, uh, uh, so she didn't realize because uh, her mother was not my mother. And so, uh, so we had the same father. And so, um, but it, it affected me, you know. And so, people are affected by their past. You are affected by your past a lot of times. And I know that, that, that God is able to undo all that and overdo all that, which he is. And I said, God, I want to be more like you. See, I want to be more like you. I don't care about somebody else. I want to be like you. How can I make this real when I'm a Christian? I'm supposed to uh, be not conformed to the world, be transformed by the renewal of my mind. I have to renew my mind on how I feel about uh, my dad, about this person. Because any time you're in a coaching business, teaching business, uh, pastoring business, you in a people business, period, you have a lot of uh, stuff that comes your way. A lot of stuff comes your way. You know? uh, and I'm sure you know some of those things. Uh, but especially, you know, when when I um, got the lead of the church, uh, the people that were there came in under another ministration. See, and so the the, the things that usually happen is uh, the people want to find out. Hey, let's see what does he think the way we think, and so. Everybody's trying to uh, get your attention and say, hey, can we do this? Or everybody's trying to see where you stand in this thing. And if you stand the way they stand, fine. But if you don't, then sooner or later, they're not going to be there. And, and that's, that's the way it has been uh, in the past. Because there was two administrations before me, and three, three administrations before me, and so uh, that was just very discouraging to me, because I thought people wanted to be at Cornerstone. I didn't think they want to be at Cornerstone for what Cornerstone can do for them. Yeah, what can I do for Cornerstone? Yeah, Cornerstone, God has called me to be here, and so I want to, I want to. So my gifts and, and my things in there with him and with Cornerstone. And that's what I did when I came here. You know? And that's why I'm still here. Under, the, under those, all administrations that have been here, I was here in every administration. 
And I stayed here. And I don't care what administration changed. Because God didn't call me to a pastor. God called me to his work. And so that's what I believe. And that's what I've been doing. It's his work. Regardless. And so I said, well, God helped me to instill that in us as Christians that don't be about men, women. Don't be about pleasing people. Be about pleasing God. If you please God, God is going to favor you and he's going to do things for you that it doesn't happen to any, most people. You see, and so I know I was told one time, said, you know, you, you're not uh, really that you can't really pastor people really because you're like a, a captain of ten. You're a captain of ten. And see, you can't be a captain of ten and have a you know, a hundred people and thousand all like that. You can't you can't do that. So you can be a home group leader. That's what you can be. A home group leader. That's and I said, okay, that's that's fine, that's what you believe. That's fine. I'ma still chuck right along. I'ma still uh, follow you, love you. I'm I'ma still, you know, do whatever I'm supposed to do. I'm I'm gonna do that. And so uh as time went on, though, I got an opportunity. I was asked, would I leave? And I didn't want to do that uh, because I would have to retire from teaching. And so I didn't think that they would follow me. And so, because I've been told. You see, what you've been told sometimes Stick with you. You're captain of ten. You're not gonna. You're not gonna somebody else now, but not you. you know? And w- when I when I became the pastor of God in the school system, I was in the school system 28 years. And I said, well, uh, those 28 years has been uh, good, but. I was serving the system, and I couldn't, I couldn't do what you wanted me to do. Uh, I couldn't talk about you. I said, but now, now that I'm serving you, I want to serve you longer than I serve the system. And so, uh, it'll be 25 years in uh, September. You know, September will be 25 years. And that's longer than any of the other pastors before me. Much, 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 not even compare. And, and, and the thing is that it didn't have anything to do with me because I was the worst of those pastors. Honestly. Honestly. I was the worst. Uh, the, the one who started the church, uh, he was called by the uh, businessman Association and another one who came after me, uh, he, he was top notch. He, he, he knew a lot of stuff. He was 
He was tough, tough, tough. Uh, and another one, oh, he was, he was good. He, he, he had a lot of people following me. And see, I was, I was just a, a little nobody. Yeah, just a little nobody. And I said, God, I will serve you. I will serve you. If you show me how to serve you, and I want to be like you. I want to be like you. I don't want to be like other people because uh, we have a choice, people, of how sometimes what Satan does is he throws these things back at you. you know? He'll say, well, you know, are you, uh, you know, you, you, you didn't go to uh, the theological school. You didn't, you didn't learn nothing, you know. All you know is the Bible. That's all you know. And so, uh, and I said, well, that's all I know to know. But I'm going to do the best I can with that. That's all I'm going to do. And, and so, how can I help us to not follow men? How can I help you do that? And be following followers of Jesus. Be followers of the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Follow God. God is one. How can, how can we do that? And we have some people here who have been here for a while. And Ms. Hollow, I think you came in 88, 1988 or something like that when, when Lee came. He came in. Uh, I, I, I think that's when Lee came in 1988. Uh, the Grievers, you came with the Grievers, right? You were in the Grievers group. And his group came over uh, from a house church of church they had and Lee brought his group over and joined them with our pastor. And, and so, uh, and Lee became uh, one of the first two elders out of the other one. And so, um, uh, so some people have been here a long time. Uh, through, you've been here through every administration except the first one. You weren't here uh, with Danny, when he, who started the church. And then uh, uh, Sam is, and Miss Dorsey has been the, the two longest ones. They came in before I did under the first one. And so those are the only ones who have been here through every administration. And, and I said, I'll never, I try to teach a girl, Never follow people. You know? Never follow people. Be a God follower. Because if you're a God follower, what's going to happen is God's going to bless you because you're following Him. You know? Don't look at what can your church do for you. Uh, because uh, that attitude is going to get you uh, in a seat and that you're going to sit there until you change that attitude. You know? Because God wants attitude where 
I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do. Whatever, uh, you know, and don't put me out there singing and I know I can't sing. You know, don't embarrass me. You know, but, but uh, whatever I can do, uh, you, let's do that. And so that's uh, verse 13. In verse 14, it says, You are the light of the world. And a city uh, set on a hill cannot be hidden. And if you come into Lynchburg at night, of course, from Madison Heights or somewhere, you'll see Lynch, all the lights sitting up there and stuff like that. Uh, and it's just letting us know that, that, you know, you can't hide light. And then it tells in verse 15 that nor does anyone light a lamp and put it on a, on a basket but on a, on a lampstand. And it gives light to all that's in the house. And so, yeah, I'm thinking when it says in verse 16, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. It didn't say that the men are going to hear your good words. You know, all the scripture you know, and all those type of things. No. What are you going to do? Your faith, you got to have faith, but faith needs some works. Faith without works is what? Dead. See? So you got to have some faith. You see? And you got to have some works. But you're not working for your faith. You have <laughs> your your works follow your faith. You see? So I said, Well, God, that's what I want to be uh, in the church. I want to be like that. And so um, I know that when I went through a situation uh, earlier that y'all know about, is that um, I know Deidre and them came over to pray for me uh, at that Thursday night prayer group. They came over to pray for me in my house. And, and uh, you know, Deidre said, you know, I really appreciate uh, that you not only talk the talk, but you walk the walk. You're an example to us, you know. And, and I said, well, thank you. But I have to, I have to follow what God says. You know, uh, God says in the Word that this: if He, if Jesus has paid the price for my sin, He's paid the price. If Jesus uh, has took my infirmities and bore my diseases, then He took them and He bore them. So, so who am I to say, well, just because I feel this way? Just because I look this way, just because uh, this is happening, that does not change God's word. If we have faith. Because faith without works are dead. It's dead. So my faith in God 
in what God has said has to be standing the test of time by what I do. That's what I have to stand and testify time. What I do. And so, uh, I didn't want to, uh, I was scheduled to preach three times this month. Uh, first Sunday, second Sunday, third Sunday, and Virgil was teaching the fourth Sunday. And, uh, and because of a situation uh, uh, that, is, that happened, um, they gave me some antibiotics for six weeks, and it killed my good antibiotics. A good, uh, my, uh, not good antibiotics, but it killed my uh, good bacteria in my intestine. And without good bacteria, that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. And so I was facing. Not a good thing, you know. And so I've had a situation going on ever since uh, it killed my good bacteria, and it caused me to uh, go through a, an, another situation where, uh, uh, if, you know, I've lost weight. I've lost weight uh, because. Uh, or the bad bacteria caused me to have diarrhea, and I've had diarrhea for over a month, and so that's not a good thing, you know. Uh, but uh, and it doesn't it takes your appetite and all that kind of stuff. And that's been going on for over a month, but that does not change what God said. It really doesn't, and uh, and so. Uh, and to make a few changes, but other than that, I said, well, God, uh, uh, this is me and you here, you know, uh, because Virgil, he, he works he works day shift today, and so he can teach if he works night shift and off during the day he's supposed to be sleeping, and, uh, and he's usually off two, two times a month, uh, but uh, but anyway, I said, "Well, God, um, it's me and you." So my daughter, one of my daughters, she loves me, and she said, "Hey, I'm gonna put a stool up there. You sit down, and don't you stand up there. Uh, you sit down." She works with older people, and I said, "I'm not that old. I don't, you know, you know, I'm not doing that, you know, but." But regardless, uh, I'm just letting you know that as a Christian, we have to we have to um, be before God and say, God, I want to be like you, because if my light is going to shine, that others may see my good deeds and glorify you. Then. People are going through things all over. You know, Christian and non-Christian, they're going through things. They need to see somebody that's walking this walk that God says 
and we're supposed to be walking. They need to see that. And the only way they're going to see that is that if the Holy Spirit moves through us and, sh- and the fruit of the Spirit comes through us and, and we don't criticize one another as Christians uh, because, like I said, all of us have been through something and I don't know what all of you have been through and you don't know all of what I've been through, but I do know one thing. We've all been through something, you know, and, and we're going through some things. And we all don't know what we're going through either. But we do know that the word of God is true and let every man be a liar. So I'm going to stand and say, God, I want to be like you as a Christian. As a Christian, I want to be like you. In the workplace, as a Christian, I want to be like you. I want people to to know that there's a difference between the saved and unsaved. I want people to know, you know, in the church, when we, when we come together, together in the church, that there's not just this, this uh, talk, 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 talk about, you know, uh, the word and this and that, this, like we all, uh, you know, not going through something. You know, we are going through some things, and we want to have deeds that's going to glorify God. Deeds that's going to glorify God because we have faith in God. That's what we want. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.